0: Welcome to DNEXT, the Innovation and Entrepreneurs Podcast for Durham Region. And I'm your host, Paul D DNEXT looks at the future of everything from the point of view of the innovators, investors, and entrepreneurs who make it all happen. From technology to teaching, media to meditation, and pop culture to politics, the future is now. Our first guest is Durham Regional Chair John Henry. As a key public figure in the region, John Henry gives us a rare glimpse into what's in store for us in the region. John, thanks for joining us. As we look towards the future, the question arises, given all the disruption that we've experienced in the last year, how important will innovators, entrepreneurs, and disruptors be in the future for the economic rebound? And if so, what do we need to do to prepare and cultivate more of them?
1: Well, you know, that's a great question because Durham region is home to um, some amazing post-secondary schools. So we've got Ontario Tech, Durham College and Trent University. And, and, you know, when you look at the schools and what they do, so, you know, at Ontario Tech, uh, their nuclear program, um, what they've done in in energy, hydrogen, all those things that are leading... Uh, uh, and there are leaders around the world, right? Right at Ontario Tech, and then you go to Durham College, who is a, one of the leading colleges in artificial intelligence, uh, uh, growing the food uh, from field to table, uh, and producing tradespeople that you know work across this country. And then, so the work that Trent University does. And from all that, you have all these brilliant people. And then in Durham, you know, we've got the 1855, which is, an, you know, an incubator in, in Whitby. We've got the Spark Center and we've got organizations now that are working to bring those brilliant minds together to do some really bold and innovative things. And, and in Durham, you know, we we even despite during COVID, we've watched businesses open since Saturday in Durham region. We had four businesses open by Tuesday that hmm. people are taking advantage of the time they have now to, to open those businesses. They've dreamed about it because now is the appropriate time. But all the supportive services through our incubators, through, uh, through our, our economic development departments, our board of trades and our BIAs are all working together to find new and creative ways to do business. You know, our restaurants are delivering to the curb. You know, you're placing orders online for picking up at the counters. Our farmers have created online online businesses to move move their agricultural products. And of course it's, it's harvest season in Durham region through, well, it's harvest season throughout the entire country and how we are managing our markets, um, it has changed so quickly, but young, brilliant people that have these, you know, ideas that are changing the world have an opportunity to do that. And the supportive services they can find here in the region, make Durham region, a great, a great player in the, in this field.
0: So beyond, you know, the, uh, the academic apparatus that we have and all the infrastructure that the region is doing. Can you think of some other ways that we can sort of help cultivate and prepare uh, new entrepreneurs in the area? What other things should we be doing as a community?
1: Well, you know, Canada is a place where the, where we, you, a dreamer is is what we all are, and, and here you can live that dream. If you've got something that you want to do, and you've always envisioned doing it, and you've got this item, product, uh, it doesn't matter, and going forward, Um, you have an opportunity to do that here in Durham. But what's really important is you have that idea and the ability to do something and and go forward. But we have all the supportive background stuff that you need behind the scenes. Uh, You know, our schools are graduating all kinds of people that can help you. And it's through different partnerships. It's through the people you meet at school. So I'm I'm excited about the opportunities. There is a big bright light in the tunnel here in Durham region. And the future going forward is amazing. And, you know, we've been an innovative community forever. You know, you can go back to the days of, of the McLaughlin family deciding to go from sleighs and wagons to automobiles and what they were able to do uh, back then. Now you're seeing that here today. Uh, you're seeing businesses open up. Uh, Durham region is really the center of energy excellence for Canada. You know, we're home to two nuclear power plants. Uh, OPG is moving their corporate offices to Curtis that we've got all of that energy sector. And then you look at Ontario Tech, which is a leader in hydrogen technology and nuclear engineering. Uh, Durham College that that does all the other things. And then, of course, the, the great people that Trent are graduating. So you've got all these pieces of the puzzle that make Durham the place to be, where we're more affordable than any other part of the GTHA, um, where we have opportunities here in Durham. And yet, within a very short train ride, you can be in downtown Toronto if you need to be. But Durham is, is a place where opportunities and you can live that dream here in Durham. And I'm, I'm proud of that speaking, you know, I was born in Oshawa. I, have been able to, to operate my own businesses here in Durham prior to being elected. And I can tell you, I don't think I could have had that success anywhere else in, in Canada, because the, the pieces of the puzzle that we needed to make, make uh, my company successful, I found here right in Durham region.
0: Who are some of the game changers in the region to watch? Well, you you know, I think if you were to look at the region and, uh, you know, and and if you
1: went through the entire region and and what's going on, you know, you can pick success stories anywhere. But I think if you start in Pickering along the Pickering Innovation Corridor with Kubota deciding to build uh, their new plant uh, in Pickering is a great story. You know, last week's announcement uh, about Amazon in both Ajax and Whitby are great stories. Uh, the development of the Oshawa Harbour in Oshawa, where we're now moving grains and wheats uh, out of that port through a terminal that allows us to support the agricultural communities in the north. And, you know, agriculture is such a big part of Durham region. It's, uh, you know, when you look at that field, there's somewhere around 18,000 people working that, Uh, you know, agriculture is a big part of our economy. And then you look in Clarington uh, at our new, at uh, the potential of the new energy park and the centre of excellence for or energy creation and all that relates to nuclear and what's going on there. So as you go north, you've got you know amazing spaces. Uh, people are choosing to move to Durham because they can live that dream. And you know we've got lots of great things to look at. Whether you're in Brock or Uxbridge or Scugog or any of the lakeshore municipalities, there are lots of opportunities. And most importantly, you know our diversity allows us to compete anywhere in the world. We have people that live in Durham that speak almost every language, have every trade. Um, Our engineers and doctors and accountants that are able to help establish the connections you need to work on in in a world marketplace.
0: And we have all of that in in Durham and we're affordable. What are some of the big economic uh, good news stories in the region that we should know about? I mean, is there an upside here?
1: So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud to say that the region stayed open for business. Um, everything that we deliver is essential services. Um, and one of the things that we did is our planning department has been working with Metrolink through the entire COVID-19 on getting the GO train out to to Bowmanville. And this is such an amazing story because um, if you were to go down to the train station in Oshawa prior to COVID, we have reverse commuting in Durham. We have young people coming into Durham Region, into into Oshawa, to go to school um, at Durham College or Trent or Ontario Tech. You've got healthcare workers coming in out of the out of the city to work in Lake Ridge Health. Um, we've got all of these things that are happening, and and when, as you move out to downtown Oshawa, Thornton's Corner will be the first uh, train station. The second one will be at the old Knob Farms uh, property in, in downtown Oshawa. That'll be a game changer for downtown Oshawa. You can imagine in a 10 minute walk, you can be in the heart of a of a beautiful downtown and then travel out to Curtis where we have the chance to build the first, um, the first uh, really transit village on a greenfield field uh, in the history of Metrolinx, where we will be able to build that that community that people want to have the walkability and trails and all that, but it's all the jobs that come from that. And then finishing up in Bowmanville. So you can imagine, it's not just about commuting downtown, it's about somebody in Bowmanville commuting to Pickering. And uh, the great story, again, as I said it earlier, is seeing people coming out to Durham to go to work, whether it's in Pickering, Ajax, Whitby, Oshawa, and in Clarington that are using uh, transit um, to come out here. Uh, They choose to live in Toronto, but they want to work in Durham region, and that's exciting.
0: Well, you know, certainly, I guess we have the, uh, the benefit of, uh, you know, building a region with the hindsight of, you know, some of our uh, friends in the surrounding areas and sort of learn from, you know, some of what they've gone through. So we're, we're you know, growing this at a unique time. Uh, do you... Given that, and just given the you know big influx of young people in the area, you know, largely driven by uh, new housing, but also by the academic uh, cluster that we have in the region, do you, do you see the region developing in a sort of a much different way than some of our surrounding sort of uh, regions that we work with?
1: Well, I, I think what's what's happening is is instead of having a change that happens in a community over. You know, 50 years or 20 years. Uh, change is happening daily in Durham Region. And, and with the influx of, uh, of the students into our communities and the graduates that are staying, they're bringing their their current knowledge to great, great projects, including the work that they're doing around OPG and in and Pickering and, and in Bowmanville. But um, I, I think it's a, a place of choice now. It's a place where a young person will come to school here and eventually uh, they'll stay and their families will move here. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm i can proud to say that, you know, Lake Ridge Health is one of the largest healthcare networks in Canada and, and our cancer center is second to none. So we're attracting that healthcare component as well. So there is a lot of amazing things, whether it's manufacturing, education, healthcare, or even transportation, the movement of goods. Durham uh, makes sense to, to locate your business here and uh, people are starting to realize that. For the longest time, you know, we were in the shadow of the city of Toronto, but, uh, you know, it's been built out. Um, there are places in the GTHA that it's difficult to find land to uh, open a company build a home. So out here, we've done very well. We've got construction in, in all eight municipalities, and uh, we've got uh, everything from residential construction, high density residential, to uh, commercial and uh, some industrial. So um, people are now starting to see that. And uh, we have that talent pool that will help those businesses. Become
0: Okay, let's talk about the airport. There were some big announcements made in February, just before the shutdown. Can you catch us up on that?
1: So, um, the, I'm a big fan of the Pickering Airport, and I've, I've, I've stated that uh, publicly. You know, the aerospace industry in Canada is our fifth largest employer, and when you look at uh, look at the airport in Toronto. Um, you know, it, they have continually grown and grown and grown. And, and there is a challenge here to support the aerospace industry and keep people moving as, a, as an international hub. You know, 40, 47 years ago, or maybe a little bit longer, the federal government thought, under the, under the Prime Minister of that day, who was also Prime Minister Trudeau, um, they realized the need to have an airport outside of the city of Toronto to support that, uh, to support the, the air travel and the aerospace industry. So they picked the lands in Pickering. So coming up to today, I still think that building an airport's there, but I think the airport of the future will be very different than than what you see at Pearson. One is being built on a greenfield, being able to connect uh, transportation to it and not try to build transportation to it. So right now we're working in a greenfield. It's easy to plan for the future. I'm also a big believer that if our populations are going to grow, that we have to find new ways to grow food. And I'm a big believer in vertical growing and, and uh, indoor growing the food. So. Uh, having uh, grow uh, growing food on that land makes absolute sense but you know you take an acre a, a one acre greenhouse and you're growing lettuce and there's eight levels inside that that greenhouse um, you'll be growing eight acres of food not just one acre and you know if you look around the world greenhouses um, are growing more and more types of food including in japan they grow strawberries indoor so we have a great opportunity especially with the partnership of ontario tech and and durham college where they lead in fields that that would relate to growing the food inside, and then you know, then we have the opportunity of all the jobs that come from what happens around an airport. And you know, if we were to be just half the size of, of Pearson, you know, you would employ upwards of 140,000 people. And that, in today's day and age, um, we need to recognize that if you're going to have hope for young people, then you need a job that pays a living wage. And and building an airport creates those jobs you know, there'll be blue collar jobs, there'll be white collar jobs, there'll be jobs for trade people. And you know, when you read the KPMG report, it says uh, it goes out to about 2035 when they think that they will need another airport. Well, airports don't happen overnight. You know, it takes planning, it takes years, it'll take years of construction, and those jobs need to be counted too. So, you know, I know that there's some people out there that believe it should be class A farmland and continue to be farms, but you know, a farm that inside a building is 365 days. You know, you grow food in a field here in, in Ontario, you know, you might have seven months of field work and a month of bringing your crops in. So putting people to work all year round, growing food, supporting the aerospace industry, and then all that spins out from that airport will will help create jobs and put our young people to work and give them that hope that they can have the same life that their parents had. Um, and I'm excited about the future going forward. And, and I think, you know, for those who are living 47 years ago and think that this is not a good idea, you know, technology has changed, the world has changed. You know, 47 years ago, we didn't have computers, we didn't have cell phones, we didn't have iPhones, and we didn't have the technology we have now. So when you build to today's standards, we build to, we take climate into consideration and how we build, we look at resiliency, we look at how we move people. So the future, you know, we have an opportunity to take the best of airports around the world, and apply it to those lands in Pickering. And I look forward to someday there being an announcement that the government realizes that they have to move forward. You know those jobs need to be created. You know in Durham region we had 28,000 people not too long ago working in the auto industry. The world has changed. Those jobs are gone. Now General Motors still exists and they have, you know, their their new test track and their engineering services here. But we do not manufacture um, cars in Oshawa anymore. We don't manufacture uh, components for Chrysler and Ajax anymore. You know so the world has changed and now it's time to really think about how we manage that change and the airport is a really good way to look at how we can advance the region of durham and create some great jobs
0: let's talk about technology where do you see the tech sector going
1: well i think for companies technology will allow you to uh, introduce your business to more and more residents you'll be able to uh, modernize how you do your business utilizing technologies within within your own business. Um, you know you look at companies that utilize uh, robotics or artificial intelligence within their agencies. Um, so those opportunities exist. And every time that you make a change within your organization, it allows you to do something else and allows you to take on that next project. You know, If you go out to Algama Al- Orchards and look what they do in-, in the Apple business, or if you go north to look at some of our egg producers and the technology that they're using to advance their business, um, you know, when you walk into a chicken barn today, where they lay eggs, it's all automated. Um, it, it, the feed is automated. The collection of the eggs is automated. They come out, they're they're handled, or they go through a system where where a couple people will look at them. They go onto pallets, and then they're shipped out of the warehouse a couple times a week. You know, that technology didn't exist a few years ago, or robotic, robotic milking barns in our, in our, up in the northern part that relate to dairy cows. If, if you ever get a chance after COVID to tour a dairy farm where they use robotics uh, to milk cows, you will be fascinated on how that industry has taken off and how they manage that. You know, a cow comes into, is in the barn, it decides it's hungry, it walks up to a gate, uh, the collar is red. The gate opens up, a specific amount of feed for that cow is sent. The cow is eating, robots come out, clean the bottom of the cow, hook up the milking unit. Uh, The cow is milked, the cow is clean, the milking unit is clean, the gate goes up and the cow goes away. Nobody was there when it happened. The cow comes around again and it tries to feed itself. It's recognizing that it's been fed and it doesn't get fed again. All using technology today in our agricultural community to make, make their businesses more effective and successful. So we carry that through the entire region, not just in egg, but in every, one, every other part of our business community are using technology to do great things.
0: Well, the egg is a good metaphor. I mean, do you, do you feel that um, we are creating the, the culture uh, that's required uh, to sort of embrace technology and innovation and just new ways of doing things that'll make us strategically more competitive in the future?
1: Well, i think what's really amazing is that young people that are coming back to the family farm are bringing that technology home that we have uh, young farmers in durham region that have that are advancing their parents farms and taking over uh, because they believe in the lifestyle but the lifestyle is not the same as it was before you know you don't get up from you know in, during harvest season you might but it's not um you're not up at sun, sunrise in the morning and you're not going to bed late at night because you're able to control your your entire facility off an iPhone. And you you know, in, in the middle of the night, if you have a challenge, you'll get an alert where you'll be able to see what the problem is within, within whatever apparatus your farm is operating in and be able to adjust it or fix it off your iPhone before you have to get up and go out into the cold morning. And that technology is being utilized throughout Canada. But here in Durham, um, the, those opportunities, because a lot of that technology is coming from our, our colleges and our universities and the talent pool that we have. So, you know, at Durham College, their field table uh, and their, their kitchens where they teach uh, new chefs uh, is simply amazing. And if you haven't been there to see it, um, you should on an open house, take advantage of going and seeing what's going on. Um, you know, when you look at robotics and how we how we do things, um, the world is very different, but with every new job comes a new item or a new technology, comes all the jobs related to that field. So. You know, if you've got a robotic milker in a, in a barn up in the in a, at a dairy farm, you know, the people that are around that are, are that are servicing that have gone to school, they have the computer technologies, they have the trade training to hook it up, and then they have that talent. So not only have you increased capacity for what you're doing, you've also created jobs that are entirely different than they were even just four years ago.
0: Well, I'm glad that you painted that picture because, you know, one of the Sort of principal intentions of this podcast is to you know enlighten the people in the region as to what's going on because as you say a lot of people may not have had the opportunity to uh, visit some of these educational facilities or to see what's really going on and perhaps in the future you know we can make some plans uh, to uh, you know sort of make more of that happen. But as we kind of round out our session here and on that note um, and given the spirit of you know why we're doing what we're doing here. What do you think is the most important thing that we need to know uh, in the region right now? Well, I
1: I think for us that, uh, you know, how we work together as a community uh, in all eight municipalities um, to deal with COVID-19. And and that has brought us closer together. The ability to work together to advance all of our communities at the same time. You know, when you look at uh, any one of the eight municipalities, it's not about where you create the jobs because people will live where they choose to live. They'll work where they choose to work. So, you know, I often say when I speak about the region, you know, where if you looked at, looked at a pie, you know, there's eight slices, the region's really the pie plate, but you can't bake a single slice of pie. And we in Durham, we get that. And we have in the last few years been working together to advance the entire region of Durham. So our economic development department is here to help everybody, but it also works with our municipalities, our chambers, our board of trades, are BIAs and Durham is an amazing place to live, work, play and learn. And we have everything that in Durham to attract those bright minds, whether it's in healthcare, care, transportation uh, in the agri uh, world, growing foods. And then we've got all these other other great organizations that have come here to Durham because they realize that they can be successful here. And, you know, you only have to look over at the Pickering Innovation Corridor to see what's going on. And if, if you don't believe me, That move by Amazon two weeks ago coming into our communities uh, was really an amazing story. You know, it's gonna create thousands of jobs between uh, Ajax and WIPI, and that sends a message out to the world that Durham region is open.
0: So we can be very hopeful about the future then?
1: Oh, I believe the light in the tunnel is incredibly bright. I think once we get around this COVID-19, um, and the challenges related to it. Uh, the best practices learned, how we've been able to innovate will continue and you will see a very different Durham Region um, you know, after COVID than you did before COVID.
0: Okay, insightful and inspiring words probably when we need it most. Uh, John, I thank you very much for your time.
1: Oh, thank you for the opportunity to talk about Durham Region. Stay safe wear a mask, uh, wash your hands, don't gather in large groups and together we'll get through COVID-19.
0: Thank you, John. Good advice as we all work together to build a bigger and better future for all of us. And I want to thank our pilot podcast sponsors, the Durham Community Foundation and Durham Region Economic Development. And of course, thanks to you for listening to the DNEXT In our next episode, we speak to Ontario Chamber of Commerce CEO Rocco Rossi. Thanks for dropping by.